0: Life on the road, it's Boos, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers, waving guns, and, and bees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs, black blacklists, bounce
1: checks, great, a bachelorette, Trunks <laughs> in the front, making out for your set, and middle lights doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.
2: The longest song in podcasting history, right there. I started walking from Santa Monica when it started, got here just now to come to the Santa Monica room, which is great. Glad to be here in Beverly Hills, not quite, uh, and West Hollywood, not quite either. So, uh, But we're glad you all came. Good to see some familiar faces. Good to see some new faces. Uh, uh, good to see some faces here, to be honest with you, because let's face it, uh, I don't know if you... W- Walked uh, past what I walked past, what you had to, to get here to the Santa Monica room, which was uh, the service elevator. Uh, uh, human resources. Uh, just one called service. I don't know what that means, just service. And then a black door. No sign. And then the spa. Oh, did you guys see the spa? Oh, it's beautiful. You get masseuse there. some sort of cucumber water, I'm sure. Then when you go past that, Santa Monica room. Here we are. Yeah. Los Angeles Podcast Festival. That's me uh, looking fairly pixelated. Uh, but that's all right. We're only third year in. We don't need to work our graphics. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because my friend's in the back of the room. I, uh, a few things. All right. So this is the Road Stories podcast. I got a couple of great uh, I got two comics coming on. Brant Tobler, amazing comedian, best stories. Matt Fultron, the full charge himself. They're coming on up here in a few minutes. I think last time they were, I saw them, they're still. Not in Santa Monica room yet. There's still more in the uh, Covina, West Covina room. I don't know if that's... I think that's down to 10. You want to want to maybe get off at Alta Vista, hang a right there. Past the Pomona uh, Fairplex, where the uh, the uh, fair is every August. I don't know if you want to go get a fried banana or any kind of... Dip a Snickers in a fry thing and then fucking with a Bud Light, that's where you go. Fairplex and Pomona. Which is... where. Apparently where I'll be hosting this show next year at the podcast festival. So looking forward to that. Okay, a few things to get out of the way. First of all, um, hi, I'm sick. Uh, my son uh, went to preschool. I don't know. Did anybody listen to last week's podcast episode by any chance? Okay, great. Almost everybody. Um, uh, so I put my kid in preschool. He went to school for Five days. Five days. Came home with something like Legionnaire's disease or something, (laughs) (laughs) fucking wiped out her whole house, all right? So she went down, then my wife went down, and yet literally this morning I'm taking my temperature at 101 going, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to cancel. But thank God for prayer and scotch, it's down to 99. (laughs) So we're going to rally through this. I might be sweating a little bit tonight. Brought my own mic. Okay, brought my own, This, ladies and gentlemen, you don't get to see this every, this is an official Road Stories podcast <laughs> microphone, this is no LA podcast bullshit mic, hey, this can fucking Mark Maron or Kira Soltanovich, who gives a shit, anybody can use this fucking mic, now. Day one, microphone, podcast, Road Stories, 2009, maybe, I think I started Two thousand thank you sir, one fan. Okay, I got that out of the way, sick. Gonna rally through, it's gonna be good. Uh, two, uh, no, I didn't join the military. Uh, I pissed off my hairdresser, and she fucking shaved my head, all right? So I don't normally keep it this tight and clean and high and glidey like that, although I got a lot of compliments tonight, and thank you. Uh, but that's not my style. See, I've been, uh, for the last uh, few weeks, I've been the stay-at-home dad, so I didn't shower, or cut my hair, or shave, right? Didn't have to, I win. I got a wife, and I don't have to work. Fuck it, I'm not showering. So I let what we like to call in the Jewish world grow a Jew-fro. And I can say say that because I'm not Jewish. (laughs) So I had this wild-ass fucking hair going, and I didn't care. I was doing like one spot a week, you know, and you know what? Hey, you know what fixes bad hair? Hat. Hat fixes bad hair, mats down the curls, you can do anything with it. But uh, I went out to the Ice House in Pasadena, one of my favorite clubs. All the listeners know I'm a frequent there. I do it very often. Uh, hadn't been there in like seven months, seven months. I walk in, I see one girl, she's like, oh Murray, how are you, great to see you. I'm like, good to see you. What's going on with your hair? I'm like, okay, time to get the haircut." All right, now, oh please, come on, you're about to hear the hair cutting story. It's just fucking phenomenal, riveting, <laughs> riveting. Okay, recap, I'm sick. We're in the Santa Monica room. We were almost in the Pomona room where you could get a fried Snickers, which I'll be next year, apparently. Official Road Stories microphone. Okay, all caught up. So, go to get my hair cut. Now, here's the deal. I've, been getting, I've lived in Los Angeles for over 15 years. I've been getting my hair cut with the same woman. Her name is Shauna. God bless her. She's sick right now. Uh, I met her at Fantastic Sam's. I used to go to Fantastic Sam's to get my hair cut because uh, I was broke. And I would jump around from Fantastic Sam to Fantastic Sam because who gives a shit? It's Fantastic Sam's. (laughs) I don't know if anybody knows what Fantastic Sam's is here. I don't know where you guys came from. I know there's the Sears of haircuts. It's... (laughs) Well, you're from Australia, so you don't know what fucking Sears is either. Okay. (laughs) It's a low... You walk into a hardware store, ask the guy behind the counter to grab some scissors and cut your hair. That's Fantastic Sam's. <laughs> so I went to Fantastic Sam's for many years. And then I finally found the one place I loved getting my hair cut. And then I dated the girl who cut my hair. One time. What does that mean? New Fantastic Sam's. So... <laughs> So I've jumped around from Fantastic Sam to Fantastic Sam. And by the way, I went to Fantastic Sam for how 15 years. I went to Fantastic Sam's for 14 years itself. And every time I went, said the same thing. So do I get to meet Fantastic Sam this time? (laughs) Not one laugh ever. Did it stop me? No fucking way. Every time. So is Fantastic Sam here today? Nothing. I don't even... I don't even know who, like, this is how I picture Fantastic Sam. I don't know if anybody uh, uh, remembers the Nutter Butter commercial of the 70s with the guy with the top hat and, like, the fucking rainbow bell bottoms and, like, a wand for no reason who's selling kids cookies. (laughs) You know, that's how I pictured Fantastic Sam, and God damn it, one day I'm going to meet him. So I I go to the Fantastic Sam, actually right over here. It was on 3rd. I don't think it's here anymore, and I met Shauna. God bless her soul, and she cut my hair beautifully. Oh, and she got my hair. And I went to her every month and a half for that following, what, I guess it would be like eight years, nine years. And then, uh, sadly, uh, Shauna got sick, and she couldn't cut my hair anymore. And um, so I asked my wife, hey, can I go to your hairdresser uh, and get my hair cut? And she's like, sure. Oh, by the way, uh, Shauna got fired from Fantastic Sam's. <laughs> I forgot to tell this part. And, uh, but she didn't like quit cutting hair, but she knew she was going to get fired. You know, so she like, she like knew it was coming and she was from the Ukraine or or some sort of Soviet Republic or something. So while I was getting my haircut on third one day, she was like, I give you my number later. You write down your number and we talk. This never happened. Swear to God. So I write down my number and I slip it to her. By the way, 15 years haircut, 20 bucks, including tip. Okay, important to remember. 20 bucks including tip. Shauna gets sick. Call my. Oh, so after Shauna gets fired, (laughs) she decides to set up camp uh, at a new place. Is it a Supercuts? No. Is it a barbershop at all? No. Is it an abandoned office building on La Cienega, (laughs) south of the 10 freeway?
3: Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes, abandoned as fuck, too. And, uh, And she's like... She called me, What? I have a new place. Meet me here, Friday at three. Click. <laughs> so, <laughs> Friday at three, I go, $20 in tow. I go, to, seriously, a shutdown uh, office building. There's, like, construction going on. Apparently, her friend owned it. Uh, by the way, long story for a bad haircut. Uh, <laughs> that I've been getting compliments on, by the way. Uh, so, I go to the, I go to La Cienega store. It's, it's a completely, it's, she's on the third floor, Oh, man, you have your own haircutting stories. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm the fucking opening act all of a sudden. Jesus Christ. So so uh, go to the abandoned... Uh, uh, we're in an abandoned office building where my haircutter set up shop. Okay, so we go up there. Second floor, completely open. Like open, like no drywall, uh, uh, electricals hanging out, uh, the so- lights hanging out. She's in the far corner far corner, one stool, like a desk she might have found on La Cienega, south of the 10, and a mirror propped off the desk. So you can't even really see while you're getting your hair cut, because it's angling up, but you can see the fucking electrical hazard going on up there, right there. And she would cut my hair every time, and it was fine. She did a great job. Um, But like I said, she got sick, and I couldn't go to her, so I had to ask my wife... Wait, hold on. Okay. Before... all right. one time I was getting my hair cut... (laughs) With Shauna, and uh, uh, they are building like they're it's construction, so they're developing this office building into being an actual office building, not just some fucking death trap of a hair cutting salon that I was going to every month and a half. And uh, somebody doing construction blew out all the electricity on the third floor in the middle of my haircut, so we had to take the roller chair da 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 da, down the stairs da 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 da, to the second floor, set up in the hallway with a bright pink fucking barber bib that I'm wearing, getting my hair cut with all these construction guys walking by me the whole time, carrying two-by-fours, me having to duck every time they come around while she's cutting my hair. So, but she cut my hair great. That's the point. Anyway, God bless her, she got sick. So she couldn't cut my hair this uh, last two times. So I ask my wife, can I go see your hairdresser? She's like, fine. How much does it cost? It's like, well, you know, it's $120. Can we just go back to the part where I used to pay $20 with a life-threatening adventure? So I'm like, okay, I'll go do it. So she went and she cut my hair, and I paid the... By the way, the tip was $20, so I was pissed already. So I go, I pay it. I didn't like the haircut. She didn't listen to me. Fucking hairdressers, God damn it! Are there any in here? Well, you know, sir. You know about hairdressers. <laughs> They are, they fucking love hair. I bet they love when you fucking walk into a new hairdresser. They love, oh, look at you. Oh, I love the way your hair is grain. Oh, really? <laughs> but hairdressers love the way my hair is graying. I will say that. They love it. It's much like musicians love jazz fusion. <laughs> Nobody else loves it. <laughs> but a fucking a hairdresser, oh, look at this. He's got, oh, his hair is fabulous. It's grain. so great. Tell that to the fucking 24-year-olds. I creep out on Saturday night shows. Okay. <laughs> So I go get my haircut. She does a horrible job. I didn't want to do it again. Long comes stay-at-home dad. Boom, Jufro, who gives a shit about life anymore. I drive him to preschool. I don't shower. I don't shave. I got a thing going. Then all of a sudden, the podcast festival comes around. I got to get my hair cut. Poor Shauna. God bless her. She's really sick. I hope she makes it. I love her. Uh, she's a great woman. Uh, but she was not able to cut my hair. So I'm like, shit. I got to go back to my wife's hairdresser. God damn it. So I go. And my wife's just, well, just tell her. Just tell her that you weren't happy with the last one. And just tell her what you like. Um, uh, you know what hairdressers don't like? Notes. Because <laughs> I'm like, she's like, oh, good, I'll see your back. Did you enjoy it? I'm like, well, I didn't really like what you did. It. Oh, really? Well, tell me about that. Well, well, I didn't really, oh, really? And meanwhile, she's in the back going, really, motherfucker? it. So she just buzzed my head. She just buzzed it. I'm like, oh, it was a little too long. Oh, well, we'll fix that. I'm shaved. And so this is where I am with the grain Pee Wee Herman haircut, which brings us to our Road Story show tonight. How are you? This is good to be here. Uh, Thank you very much for coming out tonight. I really appreciate it. I have in my hand a bottle of Patron silver. I was going to give it to the best line of the night. But then I figured, why would I give it to myself? I brought it. So, fuck you, it's my show. So, I saw some really, really delicious, like, blueberry and cucumber water in the back. Did Anybody see that when they walked in? It's back there by the door. Yeah, there's somebody drinking it. And then I saw, like, 50, 60, 70 cups. Then I thought, fuck it. Let's use those cups and make it some delicious Patron Silver for everybody tonight. So, pass out. Is anybody... We got a, a volunteer back there who can pass out some cups for everybody? No, everybody's at fucking Aisha Tyler show still? Come on. It, yeah, come down to row one first. Actually, please come down to row one first. I owe them a couple drinks. Uh, thank you. Coming down from San Diego, ladies and gentlemen, right there. San Francisco. Shut up. I, uh... Here, can you open that too while we're at it? I gotta do some introduction. Yeah, they know how to open tequila. They, uh... There you go, right there. Ah, give it up for these two, right there. I love them. All right, let's get the show on the road. Do we have a hard time to get out of here? I didn't hear anything, so fuck it. We're going all night. We'll go get another bottle of Patron if we run out of that shit. Um, so that's where we're at tonight. I'm uh, medicating on. Uh, I'm medicating on scotch. Uh, oh, by the way. Fucking pricks at the bar downstairs, all right? I don't... I listen, I'm glad to be here. Congratulations on the podcast festival. You guys are doing really good. I'm glad you, you moved it from the Delfina in Santa Monica and brought it to the place where everybody who fucking works here looks like Will Anderson.
3: <laughs>
2: but God damn it, what a fucking prick. I go down, I get a bottle of Macallan... This, this is my night out, and I'm sick, so I'm going to pay some money for uh, single malt scotch. So I get a Macallan 12. It's $16. Fine. I knew what I was getting into. I gave the guy a nice tip. He gave me a nice pour. I go down. A different bartender gives me a shitty pour. And I go, hey, man, that's kind, of a, that's kind of a weak pour. He's like, oh, that's a weak pour? That's a weak pour? I'm like, yeah, man, but you don't have to make a scene out. He goes, gets the fucking, what are the things they call that they measure the shots the measure, of? The, uh, the what? Jigger. Goes get the jigger. He goes, oh, that's a weak pour? And meanwhile, everybody's watching right? They can't hear anything over the loud fucking band that's playing for four people. <laughs> the only fucking thing they can hear is this guy fucking yelling at me, telling I he's a shitty bartender. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh," well, and then he like fucking poured it and like, oh, that's a weak pour? That's an exact pour. Like, fine. Fuck it. was just a dick move. I'm just saying it looked pretty weak. Your buddy did it and I tipped him $4. Because I'm, I'm a nice guy. What do you do? I bartend. Kila? Yeah. All right. Salud. Thank you guys for coming out to the podcast festival. It's going to be a fun night. I have two Uh, Seats, three seats, three seats open. No, no, go ahead, Matt. It's for you, buddy. Uh, That's one of the guests will be coming up in a minute. I have three seats open. Um, If you've ever come to a a Road Stories podcast, I usually have a table, uh, but that's fucking uncomfortable. Uh, uh, It's like an NFL kind of press conference, and we don't need any more of that right now. Um, So we're uh, we're going Never Not Funny style tonight, I think is what we want to go. But now that I'm sitting here, I feel more like... Leo Sayer on Solid Gold. <laughs> about to sing a fucking uh, about to sing a torch song right now. You gotta dance with somebody. Meryl McCo, Everybody, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get them up here. Let's get. I'm really excited to have these two guys on the show. I, if you've listened to the show before, uh, you know them. If you've listened to their own podcast, uh, the Thirty One Podcast and the Full Charge Power Hour, you know who these guys are. Frequent on the Road Stories podcast. Frequent on the Crab Feast. Put your hands together for Matt Fulcheron and Brant Tobler, everybody.
1: Thank you, thanks for having us. Thank right you. on, good Thank to see you. you guys. Thank you,
3: thanks for having us. Oh. Now here's uh, here's what I want to start. Thanks for wearing flip flops oh, and dressing up. You're welcome. What do you got? I got a haircut at Fantastic Sam's for this, also. No bullshit. (laughs) Did you really? That's why it looks shitty. I just
1: got a haircut too, man. Sweeney Tots. I don't do chains. (laughs) (laughs) I worked at I worked at a hair salon in in Brooklyn in
2: 2012. Get the you did not.
1: Yeah, man. My half hour special came out in 2011, and
2: then I
3: was. uh,
1: It was so good. I was working at a hair salon within a year, and uh, the best part about. (laughs) Well, hair salons are great because you don't know this. You're a, you're a good sport with your fucking haircut, obviously, but. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means, No, you look, you look really handsome, but, but women cry when they don't like their haircut. Oh, don't think I like, didn't cry. No, they're
2: still in the building. They
1: cry. <laughs> oh, I
2: cried. <laughs> Did, I cry? Like, Did you cry? I cry over that, and I can't get another fucking guy to do a different picture
3: of me. Aww. Wait, you really cut people's hair? Where you worked in a salon? No,
1: I didn't cut nobody's oh, hair. <laughs> I was a
3: receptionist. Oh. Uh, please don't insult me.
2: Uh, are you really doing uh, stand up in this picture? I, that's taken at the improv in Irvine. And my finger does look very long. Thank you, sir. Is this, uh, is it, is this a real road? That's, that's <laughs> a real road. <laughs> I was actually doing stand up on the 405. Uh, at the time of this, and I was like, "Oh, don't you sass me, guy with no blinker." You know, and, you laugh, uh, you laugh, but there's a there's a fucking captive audience on the 405. No <laughs> one's going anywhere. Yeah, they they got a, <laughs> a lot. of time on their hands. They're listening. I did it because I knew uh, you went back to New York. Yeah, back. but I didn't know that you were you got a, a part time job. Oh, yeah, I
1: didn't tell anybody. I'm coming out of the closet. Oh, I take right. jobs every once in a while. Pod, podcast exclusive. You know what I mean? fucking listen. I don't call my parents. I just make money any way I can, <laughs> and I got a hotel room already booked. If anybody wants to take me up on that, <laughs> the right. bottle didn't go around, man. Why didn't it go around? Because it only made it to the third row. Drink tequila for breakfast. These two right here. You guys drank it all. Yes. <laughs> Where did the bottle end up? It, it it made it to the third row over there.
2: We need like four more bottles. Ho uh, oh, ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh. ho! I don't know how much you're getting. No, oh, the guys got it. Pass it around. Don't be jerks. No, it's done. It's oh, over. Well, I did what you I might could. Might as do.
1: well pass around an empty Dixie cup. Thank you very much. Oh, Cheers.
2: this poor woman doesn't have a. Cheers. Oh, no, she's good. Thank God for the recovering people. Right now we can all drink. Come on, let us fuck yeah. it. We'll be with you in a couple of years, but in the meantime, huh? I feel Let's like going our bottom together.
1: I feel like a puppet in a ventriloquist show. <laughs> My feet are dangling.
2: One day, Matt, you can sit at the big boys' no, table I'm short with the rest of the family. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure forever.
4: His chair is oh. totally no messed
3: rest. up.
1: I got no foot. I could fall off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's got no foot rest. Let's, let's play a game. Okay. People keep bringing me drinks, and we'll see if I can stay in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Good game, right? Everybody wins. <laughs> Mostly me. <laughs>
2: let's play another game. What year are those shoes from? 1978? Oh, wow. Are those dune boots? These are Chucka boots. Well, Chucka
1: boots? Yes. What is that? There's some sort of Vans phenomenon that happened. I got them at a
2: secondhand store, to tell you the truth. All right, in Brooklyn? You, no, in, uh, in Silver Lake. Oh, okay. They look like dune boots. Remember those from the 70s? Anyone? Dune boots? Australia? No, no. No, no one I'm the only one here graying <laughs> gracefully. Okay. <laughs> Bloodstones? I, I never heard of those. The guy's drunk on all your tequila. I don't know what he's talking about Give it back (laughs) I wanted to start off the show tonight uh, We could talk about being sick on the road But uh, we talked about that last week on my podcast And as we all heard, everybody listened to it Uh, By the way, Jake Johansson was my guest last week Funny comedian, I don't know if you guys know him He's amazing, he's a San Francisco comedian He's been on, he's become a good friend We were talking about being sick on the road And how he's never, never cancelled for being sick And he's like, oh, you, you can't cancel and then I fucking get 102 temperature yesterday. I'm like, that motherfucker jinxed me. And right, now I got to fucking right. suck. I can be on my bleeding out my eyeballs, and I got to fucking come here and do this shit. And this isn't shit. This is good stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and so he jinxed me. So we could talk about being sick on the road, but I actually wanted to talk about fights on the road. Okay. I don't know if because I almost got into one on Monday night. Last Monday, not this past Monday night, the Monday night before. I got into one on Sunday, so this is good. All right, this is good. Keep going. All right, so I'll start off my. I had to uh, do a showcase for a a, a television show. (laughs) You don't want to say what? Was it a stand up show? Yeah, it was a a sitcom. It was a stand up show. It was at a stand up club. Uh And uh, and it it was a stand up comedy club? It was a stand up comedy club on a Monday night. So they're like, hey, come do the showcase on a Monday night in front of a live audience.
1: And for those that don't know, people that book comedy shows are sadistic and they go, what's the worst night? Uh, Monday. Let's yeah, have the showcase exactly. on Monday at 6 p.m. Everyone's going to eat
2: fucking shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then no one goes on the show. Yeah. That makes their jobs a lot easier. And then some
2: 22 year old girl with four minutes on vibrators gets booked. Hey, who wouldn't fun. want to
1: hear that on Fallon? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did I just out you? Yeah, shut up, dude. I work for Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, th- what interesting thing about this club is Monday night is, uh, and for the last 20 years, has been Mo Better Mondays. Okay. Right. So, And that's M O apostrophe. It's slang. It's slang. So it's it's what they call, like to call an urban show.
1: They take it from a Spike Lee movie called Mo' Better Blues.
2: Oh,
0: all
1: right. I, didn't know, I never put that well, together. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in hair salons across the country.
2: <laughs> so they told us, all, me and the other comedians, uh, showcasing for the show uh, to come on Monday, and they didn't tell the Mo' Better Audience, <laughs> that Mo Better Mondays would
1: not be happening. That's worse than the N word. The Mo Better audience.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: well, it gets much worse if you're wowing now, lady. Fucking have take her to fucking Wilding now. You're this guy
1: wilding now.
2: He's trying to speak your language. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where were we? So Mo Better So, anyway, fire. yeah. Well, don't worry, I'll find it. Uh, so, I go, I'm like third on the show. By the way, they don't tell anybody. this showcase. And I, I'm like third on, and everybody's doing like two minutes. So, the audience says, by like, it takes them 12, 13, 14 comics to even realize what's going on. You've been there, right? You've sure, both even been there. Sure, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. So, I go up third, just get shit. Just get no. Re- I get a lot of this. Oh, that ain't right. That's what I get. <laughs>
1: That's what I get. A lot for- of times in a, in a room like that, you'd be like, "That's the joke." You hear that's <laughs> <Yeah>. the joke. <laughs> and and in Murray's defense, we're doing a lot of like TV clean. You're doing a lot of TV clean jokes. Oh yeah, jokes. so clean. Right. Yeah, yeah.
3: Is, oh, that ain't. But I kind of I tried to just do a little edgy stuff. Without you need swear. the crowd to run around. That's when you're killing. It's, oh yeah. When oh, they yeah. Stand as soon up as someone gets
1: out
2: of the aisle, you're fucking home free. Oh man. <laughs> you get somebody to stand up and turn or, do a three sixty, and sit back down. You're golden. That's when you said, "Is Mo better?" <laughs> So I just eat shit, and I, and I hang out. My buddy Mike Siegel's there, a couple other guys. So we hang out, have a couple drinks. I'm leaving, and and this, this woman's at the, I pass this woman at the box office, and she is just dressed for the night out, you know, really tight skirt, really short skirt. And she's just like, oh, shit, Mo Better Mondays isn't here tonight? Oh, God, oh this sucks. And, and, like, I just pass her. I'm like, eh, I heard that all night. So I just, I walk back to the parking lot. Now, she has a white boyfriend, and she is not white. Um, and this, it makes, and this is going to make sense. I swear to you, this isn't going to sound horrible. Um, so I go, there's this little secret parking spot by this club where, where, uh, uh comics can park whites and only. I don't like where this podcast is going
1: to, I don't like where this podcast is going at all.
2: So I get in my car, I'm leaving. Here she comes just huffing and a puffing. You know, stammering out in her shoes, which she can't control, which I love to watch women who can't control their shoes, and uh, her white boyfriend behind her. And, she's, and I'm like, and I pull out and I'm just like, hey, man, I've just had a couple drinks with my friends. I ate shit. I had a good time. That's fucking my life, man. Right. <laughs> go, go out, eat shit, have drinks with your friends, go right. home, wake up with a hangover, bring your kid to school. <laughs> so I drive past her. I'm like, oh, you didn't stay for the show? And she goes, that shit's too white for me, yo. I said, you got a white boyfriend He doesn't have a sense of humor And that dude Fucking dropped Whatever he had in his hand And fucking charged my car Really? No <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: What?
2: That's so all I was like And took off He chased you out of Fred He charged me out of Fred Single's parking lot, man <laughs> Well And he got everything I said Is true So you'll see me on the I pa- like
1: how you waited To get in the car To talk shit <laughs> That you wanted no, L- a suit of armor before you that said anything. It was probably 15 seconds after the I'm fact. I'm surprised you he heard me with my window up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were just trying to do that thing where you get it out? Yeah, yeah. We all
2: do that in a car. Like, you try to get it out so you're healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then so you go all just... home and beat your kid with it. Right.
3: <laughs> no fights on the road, Brant? Come on. No, I don't... Really? You know, what's funny is, uh... I don't know. I've never really gotten that many fights. I've tried, but no one... He's uh, a boy scout. No one has. <laughs> <laughs> it's a police shirt. I stole this from a police officer. But ironically, <laughs> I, I found a bunch of videos at my house. My roommate secretly stole these videos from an old comedy club he worked at. And I found the most incredible video of Nick DiPaolo just kicking the shit out of someone in the front row. It is awesome. <laughs> really? And, and I don't know what I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be able to do with it. I literally hit a goldmine on my birthday. It was two days ago. So I found like a Hedberg video no one's ever seen. Wow. Uh, Greg Gerardo. All these amazing videos. So,
1: what? Uh, a sober Hedberg video?
3: No, no. But, <laughs> you didn't but, find a unicorn, man. <laughs> But I got the greatest fight video of Nick DiPaolo and he's on stage and the, a chick's talking shit to him and he uh, going back and forth to her and her boyfriend and he eventually goes down like and tries to like take her nachos and the dude touches him and he just fucking smokes him. <laughs> right dead center and this big ass fight just breaks out. A huge ass brawl and then they, after about five minutes they break it all up and then DiPaolo gets back on stage and lights a cigarette and just fucking goes on and does like 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the platform to show it, but it's awesome.
2: Uh, I, I, There's uh, a, way way a fucking flat screen me. right there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, you should have brought, brought that yeah. shit. I would have got Nicky on the phone, man. <laughs> he could have fucking... If I
3: knew we were doing fights, but... Uh, no, you I've been close, but I've never... Uh, I talk a lot of shit on stage, but they, they never get... No. No.
2: I don't know if anybody's ever heard Brant on the show or any other shows. The guy's got, the dude's got some stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he writes his book, man, fucking line up because that thing's gonna fly off the fucking shelf, man. He used to have a beard on the podcast, but now he's somewhat. You cliche, know why I shaved right? my beard? He probably beard. sounds different. This is it? the
3: dumbest story ever. I was watching Napoleon Dynamite the other day when it was super fucking hot here. Mm-hmm. And Pedro shaved his head because he was too fucking hot. And then I was sitting in my house. I was like, it's too fucking hot in my house. I'm going to shave my beard. <laughs> that actually makes perfect sense. And then I shaved it and I was so mad because like, my face looks so fat without a beard. Oh, you look great. You look, doing, so you, <laughs> you look so much better. I've been doing three runs. <laughs> anybody you anybody seen
1: with a beard? You look fucking beautiful. Yeah, man. I'm going to tongue kiss you on the
2: stage. Well, you look like a... You want to make $20. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Two Patron shots for tongue. <laughs> he That's like, all oh, it
2: takes, folks. I can't grow a beard, man. You can't? Nah. I tell everybody it was from a car accident when I was a kid. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're your upper but lip. But then some, every once in a while, some smartass will go, well, then how do you know? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, 35
1: without a beard. I'm about 48 with a beard. Shit is fucking white.
2: Yeah. You know what? I used to grow a... Uh, when, when I wasn't working, I'd grow a uh, porn... <laughs> 70s, you know, what do you call like a uh, leather? What was your job? I know when I didn't have a job, and uh-huh. I'd just be like, Fuck, and I'm like in between. I was working on a very nice show that they would pick up our show for another season and give us like a month and a half off, and then that was just like a month and a half of fucking. Thank God I wasn't 23, or else I'd just be dead in coke at because right. I knew I had another job coming, so I was like, Fuck it
3: for a month and a half, let's
2: do whatever we want. So I'd grow like a leather uh, from the village people guy mustache right there yeah. for a while but now it's too gray so and I don't do that anymore and you take your
3: kids to school with that?
2: I was just before my kids oh okay this before my, <laughs> that's my kids that's how he made his kids yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> I had to shave tonight because I can't pay so much child support wait I want to hear your
3: fight story
2: though <laughs> oh yeah man we got a fight story my you fight, fight story
1: is shit, shit but it did happen on Sunday it's better
2: he barely... has a fight story with somebody yeah, I don't
1: else's yeah have a
3: good one just tell a, Tell a Ray Rice story or
2: something. well I uh... <laughs>
3: You guys are, Is that, uh, I, I, I got a video of that I don't, too. I don't follow sports. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I a video of that, everyone does. No, I was at the fucking Ha Ha Cafe, which was my first mistake. Ugh.
2: All right, if the Ha Ha Cafe uh, out here c- claims to be a comedy club. I work with it's
1: in some, the
0: valley I work mo-beta. with somebody.
1: <laughs> I worked with somebody last weekend, and there was like a rumor that there was like a rumor from the MC that like he might tip me an extra couple hundred bucks if I went to the Ha Ha Cafe. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like who's you? He's like the headliner might tip you a couple bills if you go to the Haha ha Cafe. To open for him? And do no, he wasn't well he didn't show up, I didn't get the money. That's the ending of the story. Let's fucking Tarantino this shit. Uh, <laughs> now you gotta find out why we're wearing shorts, right? Um <laughs> I go up. I'm doing the fucking the show, and like right before I go on, I don't like to watch other people. I don't like other no comedians, really, not nah. don't like audiences. No offense, you guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't want to know what I'm getting into.
3: Okay, he you know I mean? walked in here and he, li- he really whispered in my ear, "Let's get the fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> I like got stage fright. What can I tell you?
1: Um, so I go up there and like right before I go on stage, that like like they're already yelling at somebody. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great, right? So I'm already focused on this fucking moron, right? And I, listen, I'm a snob. I think I'm smarter than everybody, right? And I got, which makes you hate me in this story, but whatever, I am. So I go up there and the guy's like shit, like, like interrupting every punchline. And I just go, I just told him to, sh- I just told him to shut up. What, what is going on? Well,
2: I'm moving to class. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: I'm sorry. So it's called you up-staging can see, you can see it
1: like I have OCD. And I have problems with people fucking with the show. So the guy, he's, he's like interrupting every joke. He's not heckling. He's just like shouting things in. He's shouting things out right at the time where like funny shit is supposed to happen. Then he goes to the bathroom, but he's like heckling me from the bathroom. And I told him to shut the fuck up from there. I go, shut the f- I usually don't do this. In my old age, I yes. just plow through. Oh, yeah. Like, let's just fucking make the money. Let's keep our mouth shut. Let's kill the soul, the soul inside of us. Let's just keep fucking going. You know what I mean? Like any other job, right? But this guy's is is like he's shouting at me, and I I go, I go shut the fuck up. And then there's this kid that was like working the door, and I go I go fucking kick him out. Fucking kick him out. And then the kid goes I don't I don't work here. I'm like what the fuck? Now I'm fighting. Now I'm fighting with the guy that works there. I'm like you don't work here. You fucking you work in the front door. And he goes No, nah, I don't work here. I'm like oh fuck you, man. And then. like one by one the room's turning on me right (laughs) and then i keep going and i realize like i crossed a line well like i tell a lot of cute jokes so once you figure out i'm a dick you ain't laughing at my cute jokes anymore right so the the, like then his friend starts heckling me i go is that your friend he goes he goes yeah i go he's a fucking moron he's fucking stupid as shit He's an idiot. Are you really friends with him? And he's like, yeah, he's my best friend. I'm like, fuck him. He's fucking retarded. Now I'm using the retarded word. I'm digging a hole all the way to fucking China. No, I think you're fine at this point. <laughs> From North Hollywood to China. And then, uh, and, then I st- and then I go, well, I'm getting off in two minutes, right? And, uh, but then for some reason, I still had to keep going. So I just keep going. And by the end of the thing, by the end of the show, the kid is leaving at the door. It was his birthday. It was his 24th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I start shitting on him some worries at the door. And he goes,
3: I'm watching you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was weird. It was like this moment I actually realized. I was like, oh, he's not mad at all. And like everything's fine. Because he couldn't even pretend that well. Right. He tried to give me a real I'm watching you. Fucking failed miserably. <laughs> But then I was still dealing with like a Sunday night, like family audience. Sure, it was it was embarrassing as shit. I'm embarrassed to tell the story. You put me on the spot. I'm not very likable in the story. I don't. I don't. And that's what happened. Sunday night didn't get paid. Headliner didn't drop by for the extra fucking tip. Really? Amen.
2: All right. There you go. What can I tell you? That's all I got. That's all I got um if you'll notice uh, by the way that shit doesn't fly on mo better mondays if you <laughs> will notice that would have been a better
1: show on mo better mondays <laughs> i bet it would we would have delivered me in that audience
2: member <laughs> uh, i have an extra microphone here i, I kind of let some of the comics uh working here uh to, this weekend to say if they wanted to come by or for your jewish faith elijah can come by and do it's rosh hashanah why not I don't know my Jewish faith. Three Jewish references. This, and I'm not Jewish. Two Jew oh, stories. Yes. I was going to bring Matt Kershen up, but fucking Graham Elwood <laughs> bum rush the show. Yo, that's right, bitch? Sorry, Matt Kirschen. Go back to England. We're going to just <laughs> yeah. Graham Elwood, who has a room here, is going to. Why did I turn into Brody Stevens there for a second? <laughs> what was the room here for, Graham Elwood? Enjoy it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So just cue up my commercial acting demo reel.
4: I just want to show that. Is that is this a bad time? Is this a bad time for that? All right, here's the deal.
2: (laughs) Not at all. Here's the deal, Graham. Uh, road stories of fights or bad haircuts on the road. Or what was the other topic? Sick. Sick, sick on the road. That's right, because I'm sick. Or whatever, it's a branch show. Sick on the Presty- road, a bad a haircut. Freestyle, could be. freestyle, freestyle. What if I have a bad haircut? Sick show. Um, we fucking shut this motherfucker down after that story? Okay, slam the mic on the floor. I- <laughs> boom. Then I threw up. Wham. Um, okay, I will tell this. I have a five. Several fight. Hold on. Can we just go back a couple episodes? And I'm sure you've all heard this one. Um Graham came on to plug the festival, I think, or yeah. the AirBuds movie, and uh, is it AirBuds about the about the dog? Yeah, okay. it is. It is. We're doing we're doing
4: a documentary about the actual dog. Gotcha. It's kind of yeah. like Winnebago Man. He All goes right, through a it. tough thing, awesome. and he goes hard to times, to that. That and now now he's time. bouncing. Back. I was showing
2: that kid to my kid earlier. I'm going to yeah. be. There's going to be a really scathing documentary about this son. So don't enjoy it. Um, he came on, and the subject of fights came up, which comes up a lot on the Road Stories podcast. I don't know why. Uh, and then uh, at the end, do you remember this? At the end of the podcast, we had like five minutes left. He's like, oh, I almost got into a fight last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that was what? A that's We're telling weird. stories from eight years ago, and you almost get your ass beat a week ago. You're like, oh, that's right. Yeah, that guy with the,
4: the sleeves cut off, yeah. almost rushed the stage. So you can that go was, back
2: and listen to that episode. That was a good episode. Okay, I'm on the road. I'm
4: doing a series of one-nighters. Um, with Mike Toomey out of this is when I was living in Chicago, mm-hmm. and this guy who was like a promoter, he was like, I got this promoter thing, and he had his nine year old daughter MC every show. Get out of here. No way! <laughs> Gorgeous! Amazing! Amazing! That's awesome! So going through, and we'd like hit like high school auditoriums and like Moose lodges. Like we're like, yeah, find the most fucked up venue you could. So we did some some VFW hall or something like that and his daughter would go out there and she's telling your... And one of the jokes... Like, he wrote the jokes for her. He was such a stage dad. It was, like, so uh, inappropriate. Like... My vibrator's like a Snoopy or something. And you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And Mike Toomey, who's a comic in Chicago, who is just hilarious. We just bonded on this, this like, one, each town, another dumb city, like, another Motel 6, like, another, like, oh, great, bowling alley dinner. Like, just fucking <laughs> horrifying. So we're in some town... It's Friday night, and there's, I'm doing the, th- I have to, because it's her, then me, then me, so I have to follow, like, I'm adorable. I got to follow that shit, you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, boy. Um, I'm sure now she's, like, divorced with three kids or whatever, because that was in the 90s. That's, you got to hope. Um, so I'm doing this show, and there's a guy in the front row, kind of biker-looking dude, and he's like, start falling asleep. And he's like, start snoring loudly. So I'm like, yeah, this is... All. So I start making fun of him. It gets laughs. It's the, the, like my act isn't wasn't really working there. The acoustics were fucked up. But all I had was this jackass... Falling asleep, right? So sure. I'm like, yeah, I'm making fun of him. Ha ha. ha. So I kind of save my set. All right. And hand it over to Toomey. Mike does a great job. He's, I'm backstage and, and I'm, this nine year old girl actually, she, she was like, you know, you couldn't get mad. We're just, we girl. Yeah. yeah. And we're backstage and she's like, Joking around, and I'm like high school auditorium. So it has a huge backstage, and there's pianos. And I'm like hiding under a piano, like making crazy just goofing around with a kid. That's not how I would joke with a kid, by the way. I don't know where that came out. Like, that's like get in my van. Like that's really.
2: Here's another vibrator yeah. joke.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write you a real one. Um So I'm joking around with her, whatever, making wacky. And this woman, the biker biker guy's lady goes. Um, By the way, I finally can see Matt Kirsten. I thought you were just like, hey, come on up. I wasn't trying to fucking bum rush him. I had no idea. Uh, I'm so sorry, Matt. I was like, my festival. Sit down, Limey. Like, I wasn't.
2: That's not what I was doing. I'm really sorry. That's right. It was implied. It wasn't (laughs) said.
4: But seriously, USA, USA! I'm going to show this at every podcast I do. I, America, the USA. So... Take that back to your fucking queen there, faggot. Like, so, if you don't America the USA, then...
1: I America the USA. All right, then I'll fine, America, I guess, the... yeah.
4: If you don't, then chalk one up for the Taliban, I guess is what you're doing. Or England. Yeah, whatever. We beat you for a reason. I love when those rednecks are still mad at yeah. England.
2: Like, yeah, that war is still happening. They I, they invaded How? what percentage of countries in the world? Like, something like 88% of the countries in the world? Oh, yeah, we still are. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep Atta going. Boy, don't Keep stop. going. Don't stop. Don't it, stop. We all want to drink
4: tea. Um So I'm under the piano. Right. And Wait, with the girl? With the No, she's like on top. I'm like, ha, ha joking, making okay. joking with a nine-year-old. The biker girlfriend or wife comes in and she comes in and she's all like mad. She comes in. You need to come out and apologize to my husband. And and like when she comes in and the I'm literally like under the The piano like, oh no, what are you talking about, lady? And she's like, you need to apologize to my husband. And for some reason, I didn't get up from underneath the piano and be like, okay, ma'am, look, let's have a I stay under the piano and argue with her, just because I'm not quitting my skit with the nine-year-old or whatever. So I'm like, you need to come out and apologize to my husband right now. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the just picture me just getting the shit kicked out of me in a parking lot. Like, I'm like, there's no way these biker dudes are going to be like,
2: hey, it's just going to be like... This is obviously pre-Palm Strike.
4: This is pre-Palm Strike. This okay. is before I was a Yellow Belt, so All I right. was not trained properly to okay. go out and deal with the situation... Understood. ...of getting a, you know... Like a gram a, we don't know. Of gra- <laughs> Just <laughs> getting hit with wallet chains or whatever this beatdown was going to be. <laughs> And I'm like, ma'am, no, I'm not going out there. She's like, and she starts going off, well, you you made fun of him. You know, it's Friday night. He works all week. And I'm like, ma'am, he fell asleep at a comedy show in the front row. What do you expect to happen? Well, well, it's not, you know, it's not my fault. You know what I mean? Like that he's, she's like laying all this shit on me. And then she said, she said like, and he hasn't been on drugs in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I got up and walked away from her because I was like, I found like a security dude or whatever because I'm like, oh, these guys are gonna fucking murder me.
2: And that's a, that security person was a nine year old girl. Yeah, and she was like, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but in retrospect, now that you put it all together, it's the 90s, it's a biker looking dude, it's a wallet chain. That was Greg Barrett.
4: Yeah, was it, was, it was, it was, yeah. Later, I was like, oh, oh bucket, and I know you and your
2: cake thing. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah it was. It yeah, was, that was totally makes
2: sense Greg Barrett. That makes sense and now. And I was like, mm, he is just not that into you. So, oh, this, was good. <laughs> now, this is good. Now, this is maybe the most awkward uh, time I've ever had on the Road Stories podcast, because I don't know how to kick Graham off. So no, no, no i got to go to another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Elwood. Graham Elwood,
3: everybody.
0: Graham Graham Elwood. Okay. And, uh, oh, what a cunt! So, uh, <laughs>
1: sing, sing the England song. What's the England song? Ladies and gentlemen,
2: with no further ado, Tim Minchin, everybody, right here, who is Murray's first pick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Hey, Matt Kirshen,
0: everybody. Science Podcast. Check it out.
2: So, uh, Uh, co-host of the uh, Probably Science Podcast with Andy Wood. And Tim Mitchell will be our guest. And Tim Mitchell will be the guest, which is why I said it. And it's the only other... I couldn't remember the one-armed drummer from Def Leppard.
0: Uh, What's his name?
2: What's his name? what's his
0: name? I don't know. Why should I know that? Because you're from (laughs) England. You're from England. And he wore the Union
2: Jack shorts. Yeah, I only know 90% of English people. And I had to... Mm. 10%. I managed to... Do the 10%. I
0: get gonna, by the way, I'm going to apologize in advance. Uh, I comedically peaked about three or four minutes ago <laughs> when I was meant to be on the stage. Oh, Suddenly <laughs> so you're going to get like a lower version of me. Oh. Topic tonight. Brant, tell him. Uh, haircuts, fighting, sickness. And now sleeping in the uh, audience. Here's the sleeping. thing. I can think of a few haircut and fight stories, but I was always the guy slightly to the side of each of them. Like I'm usually quite good at avoiding fights and bad haircuts. Like, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite moments ever in comedy was in the Edinburgh Festival watching two very stoned friends of mine where one of them had convinced the other one that he knew how to cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said that knowing full well that he had never done it in his, in his life. And so he got this blunt pair of kitchen scissors from this rented flat <laughs> and hacked away at my other friend's hair while well, we all tried to keep a straight face and put all our giggling down to just being high. Like, it was the kind of, oh, he needs to go to the proper hairdressers the next day and give them a lot of money to fix this. <laughs> uh, but fights, I, I, like, I, the, I've only been attacked on stage once. Only at, once? Only once, at like, on stage, and it was such a weird non-fight. Like, I was having an argument with a guy, it was one of those, like, he started to heckle, and I started to talk back to him. And then he says something else. And I reached that point where I was like, we should make up on, like, this is weird. And there's no need for this anger. So I went out and well, I went to shake his hand. And I shook his hand. And he, sh- and he reached out and he shook my hand as well. But then he didn't let go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as I, as I sort of walked back to, like, to my place on the stage, he just kind of came up with me. And then we had this odd moment where we were just holding hands. <laughs> like there was no aggression. Like he was just holding my hand on stage. And we just looked at each other for a while. And the guy who ran the gig just sort of came over and almost in a sort of paternal fashion just put his hand on the guy's shoulder and said, You need to sit back down there now. And he went, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's how my parents met, actually. <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> Like it was, a, it was like he had just had this sort of brain spas or something. Like he just didn't know what was he was doing. I years later, I met a friend of his who was also with him that night, and he went, "I saw you do a show once." And I went, "Oh yeah, when was it?" He went, "I was with that friend who wouldn't let go of your hand," and I, I said, "What was going on?" He went, "He doesn't know." <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know why he did it. Was, but the, was the, he stoned? The, was he was he drunk? No, was he, he was. I mean, he was probably drunk, but sure. not. He wasn't hammered like he was just he was drunk enough to be annoying because otherwise I wouldn't have engaged him but yeah he just sort of just we just held each other perhaps he was drunk in the light in your
2: eyes
0: (laughs) I drinking in those beautiful people
2: those beautiful brown British eyes they're very brown and British how do you feel about Scotland staying
0: I I honestly like a bit of me I kind of wanted them to vote yes because it would be like fuck you David Cameron and all the shit that the conservative government's doing right now this is going to get serious a bit because I get quite uh, nerdy about politics oh but fuck the other... <laughs> but a, the other that was just
2: going to be a segue into another no. fight story god damn it I need another drink
0: no 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 this is uh... but also I was but also <laughs> Scotland is the only thing that's keeping the left wing votes balanced in the UK so I was also a bit like I hope they stay so that was my honest answer that's 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 how I felt about that
2: and as a typical American while you're telling that political story I was trying to order beer
0: yeah <laughs> like over eighty-five percent of the population voted, which is amazing. That's amazing. This you is, can't is get all that shit here. like when does over eighty-five percent of people this vote is, for anything that doesn't involve Simon Cowell? This is all because you two, <laughs> <laughs> like it. Oh man! Oh, that was so good. Do it. I was just say this is
1: all because you two put out a free album on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's
2: laughs> fucking
1: over. It's over. Matt had his own
2: <laughs> Nice. Good job. All right, Matt. Um, but fights. Uh, uh, fights. You get that? Like,
1: I'm so ignorant. I think they're from Scotland. Yeah. No, that's... Listen.
2: <laughs> Dude, you're in America in almost Beverly Hills. Yeah. You even think they know the difference between Scotland and u two? I don't. Hey, did you hear that new band, Scotland? Yeah, they sound great. <laughs> I think
1: the Beatles and u two are the same band. I'm fucking
2: stupid.
0: <laughs> but here are the two fights I've avoided. Okay. One of them was, uh, like, when I was very new in open micing, and there was a mother and daughter combo at this club who getting more and more angry and more and more shouty and they started to fight the staff but they were going towards the stage and the police got called and they were so drunk that as they were being dragged out by the police one of them was phoning the police to report that someone was manhandling them. <laughs> <laughs> like they weren't aware that it was the police themselves who had the hands on them. And the other one was a gig. <laughs> the other one I could think of was a, a gig at a football club like a soccer club uh, in the bar and these guys came in, and they started talking loudly at the bar at the back of the room. And I started, I was on stage at the time, and I started going a bit snippy at them. And I didn't realize they were the local gangsters. Yeah. It's hard to tell in England, right? Everybody's white. To, yeah, every, they're all white. And aren't they, they called... Uh, <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> <laughs> Would have killed on Mo' Better Mondays. Would have killed on Mo'
0: Better Mondays. Uh, and aren't they called hooligans? Yeah, hooligans, ruffly, ruffians, scallywags, scamps. And they're soccer fans, right? They, yeah, these are all these are all, these are are all soccer fans. Well, I don't know what they They were just like local guys that you don't want to fuck with. And a guy who helped out at the venue, who had very few teeth, escorted me out of the building after my set. Like straight up, like the second I got off stage, he sort of grabbed me and pulled me to one side and went, right, we're going outside now, we're going outside. They won't go through me. They won't go through me. And basically dragged me to my car, like marched me to my car, put me in my car, and stood in front of it until I'd safely driven off. Ah, really? Well, like lovely. That's pretty cool.
1: And I I (laughs) I will always love you. All
0: right, stop! I can't pay for that song. (laughs) (laughs) I realize I'm like I think I'm doing my country a disservice because every story I've told, like like it. Like, there is real violence in Britain, but every story I've told has been very stereotypically British. <laughs> like, the first one was a handshake that got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> like, and, you do, and you do tell them so charmingly, too. <laughs> You know, and the I second was, one, like,
2: too many people called the cops. Too many right? people, well, yeah. That, there were too many cops. <laughs> <too many laughs> there was too much authority at that fight. <laughs> we get it. There was too much protection there. Uh, anyway, thanks for having me on. I'm going to leave this chair open for the next person. Always good to see you, buddy. I, I, I appreciate well. it. Matt Kirshen, Probably, you, probably man, Science. Man. They're here on Sunday? Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Tim, Kurt, Tim mentioned. Whoa. Jesus. Sorry about that. That's my fault. Uh. I'm sorry. It's... Uh, you just been served, bitch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought
3: that was for me for sure. I was like,
2: oh. I've been handed an announcement. There's a cover charge at the bar downstairs, but if you use your badge, you can get in for free. Okay. Ah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and also, you can find Shame Chamber on iTunes. <laughs>
3: I don't know what that is. I I no idea. idea. No idea. No I don't idea. know what that is. No I it's Some sort
2: of weird porn. I can think. I wear flip flops in there? D- apparently, you can wear flip flops. you know this is being televised? Oh, it is. I, is it te- Not. It's being. Li- we're being live streamed.
1: I didn't sign shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're just gonna be this.
1: I have never told that hair. Fucking the hair. Yeah. Hairdresser yeah, I would, story. Told <laughs>
2: you're just gonna be this weird pixelated version. <sighs> we're all calling the full charge, but nobody will know who you are actually. Is that what you're worried about? By the way, can I just say Matt yeah. Fultron right here, uh, the most advertisement for the Road Stories <laughs> oh, podcast. Look at that old school shirt right there. That's the old school Road Stories podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, see, t-shirt. The new ones. I've hold on, a... hold on. The new ones are for sale in the lobby, <laughs> down the hall, and they're going for a sale today. And they look much better than this one. But go ahead.
1: If you're an alcoholic, get this shirt because there's something about this shirt that it doesn't hide my belly. But it just kind of fits it right. Yeah. <laughs> so I did his podcast probably uh, like a year and a half ago. First time, right? And I put this shirt on and I'm like, uh, I feel like myself yeah. for the first time. And I've only worn Road Story shirts. I like I try other shirts on. Mm-hmm. I just go, nope. I've, I've worn this on um, Carson Daly Show. You were on
2: Carson Daly Show?
1: Which I knew, and I even have my own podcast. I should be wearing my own <laughs> shit. But I was like, You know, there's nothing, nothing
2: fits me properly, dude. And where'd you get this shirt from? Uh, My old uh, uh, merch guy. My merch guy now is Angelo Warner, who does all the merch for this. He's great. He's he's amazing. Uh, The old merch guy who paid, he used to do uh, for like Blink-182 and those shitty bands. So I don't know why I went with him. Um, I got an opinion. Okay. All right. But uh, so, (laughs) then I ended up giving you like four. So I gave him four. Whatever. All right. Well, you're going to get another one tonight. We'll give you another one tonight. (laughs) Let me tell you something. He wears this shirt so many times. I'm playing poker one night on my few nights out, and uh, I get a phone call from a number I don't recognize, and I answer it for some reason. She's like, it's a girl. She's like, is this Murray? I don't recognize the number anymore either. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) That'll make sense in a second. (laughs) And she goes, is this Murray? I said, yes. He's like, I'm Matt Fultron's girlfriend, or was girlfriend. (laughs) Did you give him that Road Stories t-shirt? I'm like, yeah. Well, he wears it all the fucking time. I'm like, great.
0: <laughs>
2: Anything else? <laughs> and then she hung up. And that was it.
1: You should, you should make a half shirt <laughs> so my next girlfriend can really be
2: miserable. Ab <laughs> <laughs> stories. All right, what did you say about my shirt tonight?
1: <laughs> oh, I said you look like Freddy Krueger on vacation. Like <laughs> 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 Like a... Like a like a fr- a free burn, <laughs> like a young child molester. <laughs> oh, he didn't molest him. He well, killed he him. molested him, right? No, he killed him. I think you're
4: just going to kill him. some
2: kids without molesting them. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, anyway, not a bad choice. Not, I forgot this thing's being if it's horizontal. Like, it, it's a camera look look adds shirt. ten pounds, and then horizontal stripes add man boobs. So it I shouldn't probably have worn that for the TV show tonight. I call it TV. If what I had a build like
1: you, I wouldn't have to wear the same shirt every day. You got options.
2: So. Well, yeah, that's why I gave it away. What's up? Yeah, I work out. <laughs> I don't work out. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how bummed about you don't, how, right? I don't work you out. You drink no. scotch every day too, right? But not anymore. Before uh, the kid, I used to drink scotch every day. Uh, but yeah, you got to fucking get up and scotch. I drink clear alcohol now. <laughs> Brown alcohol gives you a hangover. What do what you We have sixty minutes left. Is that right? No, you're We're at an hour. Nah. Has anybody got anywhere to be? It's midnight? It is not.
1: I got to be at the hospital in uh, 1215. The Cedars? Yeah.
2: It's right there. Right. You got to time for another beer. Right, cool. There's no, uh, is there's there no, more beer coming? I don't know. I was trying to flag down an intern. I got to fill off this shirt. I was trying to flag down an intern. Is there an intern back there or somebody? <laughs> is Andy Wood back there? Intern? I don't What are you calling Your intern? Volunteer. No, my intern fucking... Like, here's the deal. My intern, for part of all things comedy, happy to be there, Al Madrigal, Bill Burr. Thank you very much. I'm very proud to be there. I called my intern yesterday. Coming out to the show? Nah, I'm gonna live stream it. <laughs> Ask me where he lives. Uh, Glendale. Woo! We have people from fucking Australia here, and he can't drive in from Glendale to see one out. And I would have given him some fucking Patron. Man, fuck your
1: intern. Where's the camera? <laughs> fuck you, man. That's right, Juma. Get to work. We could use a beer right now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy fuck.
2: My Brand, turn, Brand. <laughs> I, I I hate to do this, but yeah. and, and you've told this story how many times? A million times.
3: The roulette story. How many times have you told that? Oh, uh, I've I've told it quite a few, but yeah, I'll tell it. Can you tell? It's that kind story of a friend? fight story.
2: It's a fight story, and this it's are actually your closer or was for a while. Yeah, yeah. I tell and if it. you're a fan of the Crab Feast or my podcast or probably even the Full Charge, you've heard the story. But it's so good, you have to tell it. All right, uh, and I'm oh, hold on. Let me get a beer. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have any beer? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to take a break. <laughs> we, gotta, we're just getting, we're getting we have a, intermission? We're getting a light at a festival with nothing behind us. We have no other show. Who would have gotten a shittier slot than this? I think Ste- Steve-O's coming in after this. steve coming in. And he's going to pack it out. And he's gonna... His stunts are amazing on, on audio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 when, you, when you can get to the Irvine Improv that seats 600 people, go see Steve-O staple his nuts to a chair, because that's comedy. Or he'll
3: give you 200 bucks if you go to the haha. Ha. Right?
2: No. What was that? I don't know. I don't what know was that Steve? <laughs> <out>? Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was That's true. who I kicked out. That's who I kicked out.
2: Oh, uh, really? <laughs> I don't, Listen, I'll say this. Steve-O, you're not a comedian. I don't care. I don't like oh, the fucking... Oh, fuck. I don't like the. He's I, not. Listen, Steve-O, you gave me a lot of laughs.
1: We're, we're entertaining the idea that Steve-O's watching this at home. I'm just saying. Like <laughs> juggling. He's like juggling and watching this at home. Was he juggling? His dick on fire. Is he, while he juggling it fucking up?
2: grenades while he's doing it? Those uh, what are those crawl, fucking spike things he's juggling? How many old references am I going to pull out tonight that nobody has I no fucking I idea what I'm talking I don't, I don't about? I don't know. I don't know. All right, Brant. Brant. Just... <laughs> Wait, what time's last call? Because I'm gonna have to get my own beer
3: here tonight. What time's last call? Like twelve thirty? Says on here. There's a cover charge at the bar downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> But if you use your badge, you can get in for free. <laughs> all right, let's when go. When Graham over. Elwood bum-rushed the show, he should have, like, a
1: pitcher of beer. Yeah, but know he, he, I mean. he
3: doesn't drink.
2: <laughs> I don't trust people who don't drink. <laughs> I trust people who can't drink. It's <laughs> a whole nother story. <laughs> There's a big difference. And you know all their secrets. I don't drink. It's bad calories. I can't drink. I killed a family.
3: <laughs> I'll take a water. You just ruined my
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> ambition to drink. I was
3: like, I gotta drive home. I'll take a water with some berries in it. All right, tell everybody what are we, what are we doing? You we do your, no? You gonna do your uh, roulette story? Oh, okay, I'll tell. Uh, all right, um, wait, this is on TV because am I supposed to tell the story? No, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's live over the internet. The, uh, the casino has contacted my management and told me not to tell the story, so I can't tell you guys which casino I was at. But I will tell you guys that the lawyers at the Imperial Palace are fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at a random casino just hanging out one night, right? Me, me and my buddy went there because we knew this guy on, on the internet named Craig and he had a list of girls. <laughs> and I wanted to acquire one. So I'd lived in Vegas for like ten years, and I'd never got a hooker, right? And uh, I think that's part of Vegas—you take a picture by the fountain and that dumb sign, and you get a hooker. But I always felt like my grandma would be mad at me if I got a hooker. So in my weird head, I—I I came up with a plan that if I won enough money gambling, it'd be like the casino just comp the hooker for me, like a total rewards hooker. You know, as I was thinking. <laughs> So I start playing roulette, and I'm, a, I'm usually a shitty gambler, but this is like my lucky night. So I, I buy in for 100 bucks, and after like 20 minutes, I'm up like $1,800, right? And I turn to my buddy with me, and I'm like, holy shit, man, this is the best night of my life. And right when I said that, the pit boss came over, and I don't know if he was mad I was winning or if he was just a dickhead, but he was like, hey, hey, man, you can't be talking like that. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you can't be saying shit in the casino, I'm like, dude, it's like 2 in the morning, man. There's like people doing blow and we're gambling and drinking. I can't say shit in a casino. He goes, I told you once, I'm not going to tell you again. You say shit one more time, you're out of here. And I was like, all right, well, that's fair. But since you just said it too, if you say shit one more time, you're out of here. <laughs> he didn't laugh as much as you guys did, of course. He called the security guards. So, and I fucking hate casino security guards. They're all the same if you've ever been fat, bad facial hair, men or women, right? So they come traveling over. Five of them just come waddling over, just carrying all their broken dreams because they wanted to be police officers, but they run like a 19-minute mile and (laughs) have like a second-grade education. Here comes five security guards because I said shit in a casino at 2 a.m., right? So the first one comes up and he's like, hey, hey, man, is there some kind of problem here? I'm like, yeah, there's a huge problem. You guys are talking to me in public. <laughs> and he was like, oh, really? Really, buddy? You want me to call the Sarge? You want me to call the Sergeant? And I'm like, yeah, call the fucking Sergeant. I don't know how you become Sergeant of Casino Security, right? And get a shitty men's warehouse suit and tell 10,000 people where Kino is or how it works. But I'm like, yeah, you call the Sarge. So they call the Sarge, and he comes waddling over with, Like five more security guards, right? So we have a sergeant, like ten security guards, because I said shit in a casino at 2 a.m. So they have my Wyoming ID, and they give it to the sergeant, and he's looking it over real careful. And uh, he comes back, and he hands it back to me. And the first thing he says to me is, uh, hey, boy, where are you from?
1: (laughs) That's racist. And I was like,
3: (laughs) I'm from Wyoming, sir. And he was like, uh, I don't know how you talk to your little sheep girlfriend in Wyoming, but you're not going to say shit in front of women in my casino. And all the little security guards laughed like he was fucking hilarious. And uh, I looked at my boy and I'm like, uh, you know what, sir? I never like to curse in front of women, but I do know a group of women that curse every single morning. It's your mother's when they wake up and go, my son is a 47-year-old security guard in Las Vegas. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> he didn't laugh as much as you guys did, right? <laughs> So he's like, that's it, you're out of here. Take your chips, go to the cage. But you guys know how it is when there's like 10 security guards. A big-ass crowd always forms, right? I'm a performer. (laughs) I see a crowd, I'm like, it's fucking showtime. Here we go, you know? And I knew my hooker dreams were ruined, and I I wanted to get my revenge. So I start walking towards the cashier cage to cash out my chips. And uh, the pit boss that started the whole thing just kind of sitting there with a smirk on his face, looking at me like he had beat me. I was like, nah, we're not done just yet. And I walked back to that roulette table. If you know anything about roulette, there's the wheel and then in front of the wheel there's like $100,000 worth of chips, right? So I get to the table, I reach in, I'm like, fuck it, I don't want this money and I stop the wheel while it's spinning and I pull the roulette ball out right in the middle of the casino. (laughs) Casino goes dead quiet like I'm holding a time bomb or something, right? (laughs) And I don't know what came over me. I think it's like when you're a little kid, I was like, well, fuck it. If I can't play, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. (laughs) But then I realized it's not my ball. What am I going to do with this little fucking white marble, right? So out of the corner of my eye, I see the pit boss looking at me all confused. And in all my anger, I just reared back and I threw that roulette ball as hard as I could at the fucking pit boss. Hit him right in the chest, right? And this is when it gets a little blurry. Because all those fat-ass security guards I was telling you about just tackle me right in the middle of the casino, literally on my face. I chip one of my teeth. My watch breaks. We wrestle around for like 40 seconds. I lose one of my (laughs) (laughs) flip-flops. And they fucking zip-tie me up in the middle of the casino. I'm laying there just on this dirty fucking carpet and crowd's going crazy like they stand me up and old people are like get him out of here he's a nuisance and the young people are like holy shit that's the greatest thing I've ever seen (laughs) and they're like trying to high five my shoulder as I one flop to casino jail so now I'm in casino jail for like an hour just talking shit to these guys about like why they have to have Nike wristbands to match their outfit and <laughs> what drawer do we keep the plastic badges in, just talking as much shit as I can, right? But then the real cops come and I don't fucking I don't mess with real cops. I have a, a respect for cops that like risk their lives every single day and plus these two cops are fucking humongous. So they come in and they take me out of the zip ties, they put me in real handcuffs. And now I'm scared I've never been to jail in my life. I can literally feel my legs shaking and uh they're like, we'll take them from here, and we walk down this long-ass hallway, and the cops don't say one word to me, and I'm just getting more scared and more scared, and uh, I remember we get to the elevator, and I stand in the middle of the elevator, and the cops come in, and one cop gets on each side of me, like I'm a killer or something, right? I think I play for the Patriots or some shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we take the elevator down, and we get to the casino floor, and they're like, sit over here, and I go sit at a slot machine, and I'm just waiting, I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, I'm... Terrified of jail. I don't know who's going to bail me out. And after about 20 minutes, the big cop comes over and he's about six, seven, and I'm just sitting there looking up at him and he's standing over me and he's just like, uh, he looks down, and he goes, Hey man, I've been doing this job 17 years and that is the greatest fucking story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives me a ticket and he says, Don't worry about this ticket. The casino can't pay for all those people to take a day off work and we won't show up for court, so you're fine. Just don't ever do it again but the best part about it if you come to my house here I do have a like I have a college degree awards no one gives a shit about any of that the only thing anyone wants to talk about is this pink ticket I have hanging above my desk from the Las Vegas metro police department that says disturbing the peace stopping live roulette game in progress and hitting pit boss in chess with roulette ball (laughs) so done way more for my life than a dumb fucking college degree so if you have kids fuck college tell them to go to Vegas fuck shit up
2: um, I'm going to, since, um, we have about that Thank much you time left. Thank you very much. Mur, are you going to send your kids
1: to college? It's like over, right? Cur- college is over.
2: I've, I've a- just, I just sent my kid to preschool. Now I got to fucking get a job. <laughs> Pre- the, the, my kid's preschool is more expensive
3: than my college was. Yeah. I know a hair salon hiring.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Do you know a hair salon in Brooklyn hiring? Since we got a few more minutes, and I I was gonna see is cash. My my feet are falling asleep. (laughs) Do You want to switch chairs? (laughs) Nah, I'm gonna ride this out. All right,
1: ride it out. It kind of interferes with the game, right? right,
2: If I switch chairs, look at you. Is Cash Levy in here? Cash, all right, cash. forget it. No, ca- we got twenty minutes. Uh, all right, all right. You know, what? I'm gonna. I, this is so impromptu. I don't, and I didn't prep you guys. I was gonna wrap it up, but then I got a Corona. Uh, so, any, you guys have any questions? Anything you want to ask? Anything? I. This is so kind of Oprah. All of a sudden, I don't. I, I thought, hey, we'll go out on Brant's story that he closes in front of hundreds of people every night, and then we hundreds. get a beer. This is and the then, un- then we have to finish it. This is the encore. It. This is the encore. Oh, this is the part. The unwanted encore. The, um, I, all right, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I uh, went down to the Irvine Improv to see a, well, not to, to promote. Uh, I've been doing this comics on Safari So tour. This, is a,
1: this is a road story. This is you a road went story. went down the
2: 405. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down the 405. All right. 40- this qualifies for the, the podcast. No, it qualifies because it takes you 405 hours to get there. What? Okay. Hey, now. I do pretty it pretty, it fucking matured. kills in every time, and I do it in Irvine, and it fucking kills to so screw you, Australia. <laughs> and i don't even think i wrote it i think i heard it somewhere
1: <laughs> oh you didn't write that
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh so i go down to promo this show i was doing on wednesday night headlining and uh i, I went. to there's a comic who's been known to do long sets white guy fat white guy no no um i'm not gonna say any names um oh, no one so the show starts at 7. I'm like, hey, it goes long. I'll leave at 7. Steve. I'll get there at 8 or 8.30, hang out, catch some of his show, because he sells out all the time. Might see what the, the hubbub's about. Steve-o? Three and a half hours. The dude did three and a half hours. Can we
1: guess who it is? You can guess can the is. Right? I'm not going to say who it, say is? Who it was.
2: The well, you're not going guess... to
1: say. Well, that's no fun. Well, if
2: the audience wants to guess. It was Kevin Hart. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I didn't say the guy was funny. I think Kevin I, I think Kevin Hart's funny. I like Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart. Okay. All right. Can you just tell, who's, tell us who it no, was? No, I'm not going to say who it is. And bleep it out? I'm, no, I'm not bleeping anything out. I'll bleep. You say it. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> <don't know>. You <laughs> jumped the gun. <laughs> no, sorry,
3: I was too excited. Say there. it, man.
2: <laughs> Kevin Hart. <Bleep> <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Kevin Hart. Three on a Sunday night. Three and a half hours he did. Someone just look on the coupe. All right. Let me tell you something about people.
1: If only there was a way to tell who was at Irvine
2: <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, was, if only there was some kind of uh, worldwide web. If there's always some the way you could look on the Irvine Improv website on August 29, 25th. the weekend of the twenty fifth. If only you could look in that place and find a Latino comic who was there that
4: weekend. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh that's the way the fucking burrito crumbles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three and listen, man. Just let, say. Just say who. Three and a half out. Three and a half Ew. on a Sunday night. Now people have jobs. They have babysitters. <laughs> who knows? They got out. What? <laughs> who has jobs? Well, so like it's the American dream, dude. Don't crush it. Okay. We have to represent good for Australia. We're doing well. But people didn't leave though, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I, you walked about ten. You walk, which is still it's, there's still you know four hundred people in there, three hundred ninety at this point. But he, as I was, I was standing in the back watching people out, people were coming out and going. Oh, I never thought it would end. Like three and a half hours. I think that's disrespectful. Yeah. Anything? These people didn't have any fucking questions.
1: We don't know who it is. I mean, we don't know who it is. so We (laughs) can't hate on
3: him. We can't
2: hate on him like we're supposed to. It's it's not Gabriel. Gabriel. I like like Fluffy. Fluffy's a good guy. I got no problems to get Fluffy. Fluffy's a a good guy. It's not Gabriel. I didn't say Mexican. I said Latino. Oh. You guys are supposed to be comedy nerds. How many Latino comics do you know? Oh, that's right. You're alternative nerds. You only know white comics. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Aziz I'm sorry. Felipe? Carlos. Felipe? Esperanza? Love Felipe. Am I saying that right? No, it's not Felipe. Who'd you say? Who's it? Somebody said Felipe and somebody said. Someone said Felipe? Z-
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no? Okay, because I thought I heard somebody say Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on Z's, but I heard somebody say. S- <laughs> Do you want to get burned on your way out of here? Are you just looking for a fight on the way out? I wanna see what happens. <laughs> the only reason I'm I stand in the chair pretty well.
3: <laughs>
2: All right, numb feet. The only reason I bring that up is because at the end he brought out his opener and they thought they would do a, like another fifteen minutes of banter.
3: Kinda like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's what we're
2: doing right now. When these people are like, you know how much we're paying for this fucking room? We're gonna go enjoy those tiny fucking soaps. All right, let's go. <laughs> we can use our badge and not pay cover to listen to the four piece band that's playing like they're playing at the fucking staple center down there. It's so fucking loud and there's three people in the goddamn bar and one fucking bad bartender with a bad attitude who looks like Forrest Whitaker and you're going to know who I'm talking about.
3: All right, there you go. The guy's a prick. The guy's a prick. But if you go... If you bring your badge, there's no cover <laughs> charge at the bar downstairs, just so you guys know.
2: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Road Stories Podcast. Um, catch uh, Matt Fulcher on the full charge, uh, the full charge, uh, the full charge power hour on his website. Give it up for Matt Fulcheron. Thank you very much. Yes. I'll be at the
1: uh, Irvine Improv on October 2nd, and I will not be going long, trust
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> Brant Tobler, the 31 podcast, com. is that correct?
3: Yes, sir. I'll be at Cabo next week if there wasn't a hurricane. Oh, no, what happened? We had the Cabo comedy Cabo, no, Cabo got canceled because a hurricane hit. Did
2: anybody hear about this? Anybody come from Mexico? <laughs> Besides the headliner who did three and a half hours? <laughs> or he likes to say he did come from That's Mexico. That's racist Murray. <laughs> uh they got hit with the biggest hurricane ever to hit land in Mexico. Like blew out towns, shut down the airport, but gave us the Mackinac's fucking surf up here in Southern
3: California. So it was fucking awesome. It's Which, uh, and it's bad for your podcast because it was last year it was 60 just drunk comics for 5 days and their unbelievable road stories. That <laughs> they could all tell. So it was kind Oh of yeah, bad I bet.
1: For you. Right? you need to have another podcast
2: wave stories. What? Surfing story. Why would I want to double my numbers to twenty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey guys, uh, who's sticking around for the festival? Round of applause. Yeah. Who's around here all weekend?
3: Yeah.
2: I'm sure these guys will be showing up. I'm hosting the stand up show tomorrow night. Uh, the Pod Smash down here. Uh, Mark Marin's on it. Dana Gould. Let's, let's all go bum rush Graham Elwood show.
1: Like his, just run up on stage. Is he on right now? I think so. Well, all right, let's but fucking then again, do it. I am uninformed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I haven't looked at a schedule or anything. Um, I just found out that uh, there's no cover charge at Graham Elwood's show. (laughs) If you want to run up on stage, you can get in for free if you have your badge with you.
2: Uh, Guys, uh, it's awesome to do a podcast out of my fucking back house and then go to to a festival and see people come out and actually listen to it. So I thank you very, very much for that. And thank you for coming out. And thank you all for uh, coming out and enjoying the show. Thank you very much. (laughs)
0: Blues, tacos, angry dwarves, strippers, waving guns. And fees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs. Blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette. <laughs> Drunks in the front, making
1: out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And Drive the rental car
4: past another mega church. Juice keys, vagina fist your cell phone is gone. One big
3: law and order marathon.